The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. They say a story that Ramosha Feinstein Zatal was known, did not waste a second. And he had midot like you wouldn't believe. So a lot of times when people would see certain things that were, that would be compromising on what a normal person would feel comfortable with, they got very upset that people were not treating Ramosha Feinstein with the proper kavod that was due to him. So I'd like to share with you two stories that show how he was such an anav, and that he worked with the people despite their, as they say, nish, their mishagas, with their craziness, he was able to work with that. And that shows you, ga'onot, that shows you such brilliance on his part, that he was able to do that. And these are man, our manigim, these are our leaders who we look up to. First story, now this story I didn't hear from the person who it happened to. I heard it, klisheni, I heard it from the person who is a chavruta who it happened to. So the story goes is that, Ramosha Feinstein used to have a certain driver that took him to and from his apartment in the Lower East Side, and they would take him to MTJ, the yeshiva that's located there. Okay, so the driver always took him. He knew exactly how Ramosha Feinstein would get in the car, how he came out. He was already an elderly man. He knew exactly which route to take. Anyways, to make a long story short, the usual driver was out that day or week, I'm not exactly sure, and they had to find a substitute. So they got someone who was, they thought was someone who was a good substitute, and the way it usually worked was that the, whoever the driver was, he would walk, he would hold the door open for the Shiva to come in, and then when Shiva was getting in, he would shut the door and then move around and then go to the driver's seat and then uh, get ready to go. Now, they usually had, he had an entourage of people that followed him, asking him she'elot or discussing different things with him as he was walking towards the car. So this new driver, as you can imagine, he was quite nervous. It was the first time taking the, the gadol adar. He's taking him into the car and he was very nervous and uh, they didn't tell him how he went into the car. He figured, okay, you know, people get in the car. But Ramosha Feinstein wasn't a young man by that time, and it was very difficult for him to go in. It seems like he had problems with his back. So basically, when he would go in, it seems like he would have to go in, and he wouldn't want to fall or hurt himself. So he would grab onto the top of the car to let, lower himself in and sort of like swing himself in and pivot into the car, and then he would let go of his hand and then shut the door. Now, this person did not realize that. So when Ramosha Feinstein... We started going into the car. He was so nervous that the person who behind was asking the questions, he's like, okay, 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 don't worry about it. We'll answer the questions later. Not seeing that the Rosh Hashiva's hand was still on top of the car. And he took with all of his might because he was so nervous and excited. He slammed the door shut. Now, I don't have to tell you what that pain is, but you could imagine how great that pain is. The door shut. Now, it's not like we're talking about like the, you know, that little rubber piece that prevents it from shutting. It's like, whoa, what are you doing? And the person had good reflexes, right? So Ramosha Feinstein was holding on very tightly because he didn't want to fall. The door slammed shut. It actually slammed shut on him. And it's metal doors. We're not talking about the garbage plastic they make cars with. And the door slammed shut. And the story goes is that, is that as the person walked by, now they corroborated this because as the person walked by, he, Ramosha Feinstein waited until the guy walked around the car. That's another two seconds of his hand stuck. And the person who was asking the Shailot behind, he noticed for some reason, Ramosha Feinstein opened the door of the passenger side because he saw the light go on. He opened the door of the passenger side and then the door got shut. So he's wondering, huh, what happened? He just came into the door, got shut. He's opening the door and shutting the door. He didn't understand what's going on. Anyways, he proceeded to ask his questions. And Ramosha the whole time was holding onto his hand. Very calmly answering the questions. Yes, no. Oh, this is a good question. Oh, I have something to say. But they're driving for the next 10 minutes all the way down to MTJ. 
until they found the place in front of the yeshiva, they got him out, Rabbi Meshav Feinstein uh, was let out, the person opened up the door for him, he gets out of the car, as he gets out of the car, again, he's still holding his hand, he says, thank you so much, I really appreciate that, and thank you, I really appreciate this is your first time doing that, that's so pl- a pleasant uh, drive, and I really appreciate it, thank you so much. And he was so proud, this guy, he jumped into the car, and he drove off. As he drove off, Rabbi Meshav was waiting, the person was asking the questions, he was answering, answering, he was waiting, until the person turned the corner, as the person in the middle talking, when he turned the corner, he turned to him and says, I'm really sorry to ask you this, but can you please take me to the hospital right now? He's like, hospital? Why? Is she okay? And he reveals his hand. And the person saw it. It was like cut deep. It was bleeding. And it did not look good. He goes, oh my gosh, what happened? He says, well, he says, did he shut the door on the Shiva's hand? Well, I don't know. It was an accident. It happened so quickly. I'm not really sure. But we need to get to the hospital because I'm in a lot of pain right now. And they went the whole time. Anyways, the doctor said it was a very severe cut. I mean, it could, it could really hurt him, but he was in severe pain. But he was calm. He dealt with what was dealt towards him. He took the lemons and made lemonade. He was able to understand, this person, he'll get so embarrassed if I say anything, and I don't want to do that this first time. And he shut the door on my hand. Now, the only reason why he was able to hold that in because he didn't want to embarrass him. Can you imagine the shooting pain he was in? And he waited until the person turned the corner. How many of us, I don't know about you, but most people, within a few milliseconds, everyone would know that the door got shut on this person's hand. Not Rav Moshe Feinstein. Because he dealt what was dealt to him. And that's a real Levit Hashem. When a person understands that you're not going to get what you think is what's right, Borei Alam says, it's not the time yet. Deal with what I'm dealing with you. And if you do that, ultimately you'll only have Beracha from your life. Another story. There was a story that Achavrutah and Moshe Feinstein was learning in his study, <coughs> and suddenly they get a knock on the door. The door opens up. Yes, you know that Bachur in Yeshiva is forty-two years old. Yeah, he just became a Chatan. Oh my gosh, Mazatov, thank you so much. What a simcha! Wow, Bachur ran away. Fun. Three minutes later, in the middle of learning again, another Bachur came. Rosh Yeshiva, the forty-year-old Bachur. Who knew? Yeah, he became a Chatan. Oh my gosh, Mazatov, thank you so much for saying that. I appreciate it. Only smachot, fine. Another one. This went on for 12 bachurim. Do you understand that? 12 bachurim. And each one had the exact same The Chavruta saw this. He saw this story happen. After the 12th one came, he said, Ashiva, I don't understand. Just the first one, okay, that's real news. Second one, okay, you want to make the person feel good. But number 10, 11, and 12, really? He says, what do you mean? They wanted to share good news with me. How could I totally pop their bubble and say, oh, I heard that already. Yeah, 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 it's okay. Why would I do that to somebody? They're excited. They want to share that with me. How could I not allow them to do that? That would be gezel. That's stealing from people. I'm stealing their happiness. Who thinks like that? The gedolei ador think like that. They think that we are making a difference in the world because I'm an Evid Hashem. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to inspire.org.